When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPNU. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio, and you can find us right there. You can join the conversation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-ESPN-729-3776. Morning, Key. Morning, Jay. Jaeger bombs, King. Yeah. (laughs) Jaeger bombs. That's what they. That's, uh, is that. Is that what is? Is that what's what? happening in? Is that what's what? happening in Brooklyn? Is that Jaeger bombs is happening? I don't think they're drinking Jaeger bombs in Brooklyn. Well, I mean, USC, but there was a there USC was a and Duke. Yes, there was a Woj bomb about <laughs> Brooklyn yesterday. Am I right? Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, they. It, it's uh, impressive. Thank you. Your best transition of all Steve, time. Thank you, Steve thank Nash you. out. Somebody else in. Ma. They're taking. Well, yeah. It, Allegedly, I say yeah. I, no, he's in, but can you, I just you said say somebody that. don't say yeah. Sounds like they finalized anything. Sounds like he's they, not in anything. they finalized this deal in the off season. Is what it's that happened fast. This is There's Keyshawn J. Will and Max coming to you live from the Seaport, brought to you by Grey Goose. I wonder when they actually started talking. Yeah, a lot of my you friends know? saying they're not bringing their wives to Nets games anymore. <laughs> Listen, uh, the Nets. <laughs> Have it's been the Nets have been a team. Think back a couple years ago when they traded for Harden, and it was KD, Kyrie, and James Harden. The three most ridiculous scorers you ever want to see from all three levels on the same team. Remember when it was only two of them when KD couldn't play or this one could play, but as long as you had Harden and one other guy, they were laying waste to the Western like Conference six, on a road trip. Six, Six years ago, Max. It feels but like the, 20, it was so long ago, right? It, like it was three kids. years. It was not even it was two uh, years no, ago. I'm, I'm saying it feels like yes, it feels like a lifetime ago. ago. Yeah. A lifetime ago. They've gone through. They've gone through so much since then. This organization, <laughs> they've gone through so much. So much, Kyrie. Anyway, last night, Uh-oh. four points on two of twelve shooting, and they lose to the Bulls. He missed all six of his threes. So. Sean Marks, the Brooklyn Nets GM, is what well, was talked about Kyrie and the situation. Kyrie has amplified a super uh, anti-Semitic documentary or anti-Jewish, Ashkenazi Jewish documentary uh, on his social media platforms. And then when Nick Friedel asked him about it he, and said he promote, he just hooked onto the word promote, said, I'm not promoting it. Okay, fine, Kyrie, you're amplifying it. But this is a documentary that relies on a source that quotes uh, uh, Adolf Hitler favorably, right? Like, I mean, come on. How much information do you need before you know, ah, maybe this isn't such a credible source. Sean Marks, Brooklyn GM, on Kyrie and his media availability for now. 
He did not do media last night. He's not going to do media tonight. And yeah, at some point, he will come up here and, and, and do media again. But I think at this point, it's, it's you know, we, we don't want to cause more fuss right now, more interaction with people. Like, let's let him simmer down and let's let this whole, uh, I guess, let's the cooler minds prevail. And I think we need to go out and become, you know, educate ourselves, educate the whole group and get some direction, seek from the experts, you know, and the experts is, you know, one of them is certainly the ADL. The Nets are in control of this situation. The players are. Think about that for a second. We're going to hold back a person, our star player, from doing any public media, any public media. It, that goes to show you right there, Kiev, that's your only counter to not letting somebody expound upon. And, and that was my only thing with Kyrie. That was my gripe. If, if you're going to post something, then be willing to go up to the stand and expound upon why you decided to post it intellectually. Give us an understanding of your POV on the situation instead of hooking on to promotion word. But that's where they are with Kyrie Irving. It's, we're not going to let them even talk to the media because it's going to serve as a bigger distraction, even though we're bringing in a big distraction in Emi Udoka. I mean, look... This is a mess, and look, and in a way it's unfair when you evaluate a player, right? But it's part of the modern NBA because the players are so empowered. LeBron James, oh, it's a mess in L.A. right now. Yeah, not before they won a championship. Yeah. Well, it was in a bubble. bubble. <laughs> they won an NBA championship, And period. by the way, the messes are not even comparable. They're not Whoever comparable. tries to put the Lakers and the Nets in the same sentence, no. You? The, no, I did not. The Nets are way worse well, than but, the Lakers. But, but At least point, we're focusing on the court with the Lakers and then playing basketball. My point is LeBron James was not given any help in the beginning of his career in Cleveland. They wouldn't trade J.J. Hickson, I recall, for uh, Amari Stoudemire. At a certain point, LeBron's like, all right, you're not going to get me another All-Star. I got to go. Goes to Miami, wins titles in Miami. Oh, he underachieved. He went to four consecutive finals, won two. Leaves Miami, goes back to Cleveland. Wins one there with Kyrie. Leaves Cleveland, goes to L.A., Win one, wins one there. Yes, he got them to bring in AD, but he won. He won a championship. KD had a loaded team, but they were young in Oklahoma City. It's true. They did not win a championship. He joins a fully formed Golden State team that had already won 73 games the year before. He wins titles there. He leaves, and now I thought he did a very brave thing. You know, go, I'm going to form my own situation, right? He wanted to, it looks like he's going to get on LeBron's level. Jay, I am shocked at the lack of success in Brooklyn because KD is such a great player and they've had so much talent there. Usually Jay, the details work themselves out and you at least are a powerhouse. Jay, can you win a championship with Kyrie Irving? I know LeBron did, but can you win another one with, with just all of, even though he balls on the court, but just all of the, does the stuff affect the locker room, the the, the, the teammates, does, does that stuff affect them? You would know because you've been in basketball locker rooms, but you also know basketball players' mindsets. I don't think you can win a championship with Kyrie. And I, I that's a heavy statement for me as a hooper because he's one of the most gifted hoopers I've ever seen. But to sit up here, Kia, and act like what he's brought to light hasn't affected the team. So last night, my friends at the game taking my seats – and he's saying he's seen a lot of chatter between Kyrie and random fans. 
and he didn't look engaged. Now, Kyrie is one of the most gifted players the game of basketball has ever seen. But every day, Key, when you're in the locker room as a teammate having to address these issues, how does it not seep into what you're trying to do while you're changing your head coach? Like, you're, you're saying that he's a de facto leader of the team, essentially. And you have to deal with all this stuff. I, I don't know so if that why, so why So why do they con- – well, I know why they're do- dealing with it now. I guess my question would be, do you think that he makes it with the Nets the end of the season? Because I've heard a couple people already, you know, just pundits, so to speak, say that they should just part ways with him no matter what the situation is. I – I have no idea, Key. You know, you gave me one of those real answers yesterday. I, I got You have one year left with him. KD signed that four-year, $194 million extension. But it's rumored to be out there that he will force a trade if it doesn't work as well. So, to me, this is Joe Sy's last attempt to be all in to try to at least get a championship out of this before it's over. And, Jay, you have highlighted this in the past. The difference between LeBron and the reason I brought him up and KD is LeBron in Cleveland was the boss. It wasn't like Kyrie had this incredible sway over LeBron. In fact, Kyrie left because LeBron wasn't having it, right? Like he, and then maybe, maybe he could, LeBron needed to review his own behavior toward Kyrie. Maybe Kyrie was immature. Who knows? But that, that wasn't working at a certain point. And it wasn't like because Kyrie was, had, was overly influential with LeBron. If anything, it was the opposite. But KD, it's different. Kyrie seems to have a lot of influence with KD. And since KD clearly has a lot of influence in the organization, through KD, it seems, so does Kyrie. And, and so the question, can you win a championship with Kyrie Irving? More specifically, can KD win a championship with Kyrie Irving? Because it seems in certain ways that Kyrie is the alpha as opposed to the situation with LeBron, where LeBron was clearly the alpha. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Max coming to you live from the seaport, brought to you by Grey Goose. Does Bradley Chubb, that was a huge deal yesterday by the deadline, make the Dolphins a legitimate Super Bowl contender? That's coming up, ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. 
Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. Sean J. Willemax on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPNU. We are joined now by the great Kimberly A. Martin, ESPN Hello. NFL reporter, first take, her take podcast. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. What's up, what's up, what's up? I need the vibes to be a little bit like you guys. Normally I come in here and you guys are chatty-waddy. Today, I don't know, a little reserved. Yeah, I've just been uh, getting a little reading done. Reading? Ha! 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 Oh, Lord. Is that better? Hey, Key. Hey, Key. Hey, hey. Kimberly is always with the the kicks matching the outfit, perfectly coordinated. Turn it up. I feel like I'm in the club, Key. Lean it against the wall. Let's go. Girl, you're a reporter now. Let's go. Let's start reporting. Are you ready to play real or not real, Kimberly A. Martin? We just want to go to Club Kmart. No, we don't want to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Come on, Max. Max just owns the clubs. You know, he's not in the clubs. Yeah. What is that supposed to mean? Hey, and, by, hey. and, by, and by the way, hey. and by the way, thanks, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't want to own the club? All I'm right. sorry. <laughs> the Dolphins are Super Bowl contenders with Bradley Chubb. Real or not real, Kimberly? Real. Because when you look at the AFC, uh, the top teams are the Bills, Chiefs, Dolphins, Ravens, in my opinion. This move, now you got somebody to compliment Jalen Phillips. You, This is a... This is a team that is stacked with talent. I think the key to the Dolphins actually is Tyreek Hill just staying healthy. Um, as long as he does, uh, I think they have an explosive offense. And now in this AFC, you're going up against QBs like Lamar, like Josh Allen, like Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. You get another guy to disrupt QBs. That's a good thing. Damn, Max. What? Real. Yeah, he didn't want to say it. I got to say it's real. Whenever you get a guy like this coming off the edge, we saw the impact of Von Miller. We saw the impact of other guys in the history of the National Football League. You draft a certain way. You want a guy to protect the quarterback. You want a guy to shut down the receiver, but you want a guy to go get the quarterback. And I think Bradley Chubb, when you talk about this conference, just like Kim just did, you talk about Baltimore and Kansas City and Buffalo. Those teams got quarterbacks that you got to get on the ground. And this is a guy that can go get them on the ground. I just hate saying it. Now the Miami Dolphin fans are going to troll me on Jay's <laughs> social media. Get him, Get him, fins up. Kimberly, I just want to make a statement about something. Isn't it funny how far we have came about the Miami Dolphins? It was just yesterday that Brian Flores had a lawsuit. And now we're talking about Jalen Waddell, the Mm -hmm. San Francisco's 49ers pick to get Tyreek Hill, Mm -hmm. now Chubb, Mm -hmm. now Super Bowl contender. Isn't it funny how winning just cures all? Winning cures all. It's e- even when you look at the Phillies too. Like these are two quarterbacks that Phillies. Whoa, Eagles. Uh, Eagles. Um, World Series on the brain. You, these are two quarterbacks that we had the biggest questions about coming into this year. You, and for these two guys to have the teams that they have and the records they have, very impressive. Not only Tyreek Hill might catch for two thousand yards, man. Yeah. Not only do he's I, already at a G. Yeah. Not not only do I love Kimberly that you brought up the Eagles. I look at the Eagles, the Bills. And the Dolphins, right? You look at those franchises, they're smart because they not only bring in the receiver, Diggs, 
A.J. Brown, Tyreek Hill. Look at the ages of the receiver. They have mm-hmm. their best years ahead of them. Mm-hmm. They paid a premium for dudes who are for now and the future. Same thing with Bradley Chubb. They got a, def- a pass rusher who might still have his best years ahead of and him. And think about that Diggs trade. People are like, ooh, I don't know if Diggs is worth mm-hmm. all right. that. Mm. Well. The Ravens are the clear favorite to win the AFC North with Roquan Smith. Real or not real, Kimberly? I think think real uh, to me it was the Bengals or the Ravens in that division right now you have Jamar Chase sideline I'm curious I, I didn't like how the Bengals look Monday night um, thir- was it Monday night Monday night Monday night yep. um, did not like that um, but the Browns just seem to have their number I think Ravens are getting guys back healthy I think uh, Lamar Lamar Jackson is just he is so dynamic um, one of the best QBs in the NFL, and then Roquan Smith. This was a defense that is that has been inconsistent, and they need they they needed some help up front. Yeah, it's real. They certainly uh, addressed one of their problems on the defensive side of the ball by going out and, and acquiring Roquan Smith. Now you just got to make sure that the offense is doing everything within their mm-hmm. power to continue to put points on the board. Cincinnati, on the other hand, it, it certainly feels like, and it seemed like. Not having Chase in the lineup affected what the Cincinnati Bengals wanted to do on the offensive side of the ball because they never made the adjustment that T. Higgins was going to be the number one guy now. Maybe they come back and they do that the second time around. I mean, I think Joe Burrow will be better. Next game, considering right. playing, you know, there's without something about the Browns. They cannot beat the they Browns. Just can't I don't beat know. The Browns. But it, can, it, it was the O line still is like an issue for me. Just seeing the amount of pressure that was on Burrow oh, yeah. in that game, yeah. it's an ongoing theme. Mm-hmm. I would say it's not real only because the Ravens may be the favorites. And by the way, Lamar outplayed Joe Burrow when they met this year and the Ravens won that game. I would say they're the favorite. Clear favorite is something else. You know, I think that that I'd say Ravens won, Bengals two, and then Browns and Steelers behind them. All right, I got you. Yeah, don't be (laughs) anti-semantic. A lot of that going around recently. Kimberly A. Martin, NFL reporter for ESPN. First Take Her Take podcast. No margin for error. (laughs) Oh, no. Kimberly. Never, actually. What's that? Well, you know, semantics. TJ Hawkinson will make the Vikings the second best team in the NFC, Kimberly. Real or not real? Uh, I don't think so. I'm not really. uh, you know what? I'm not a believer in the Vikings. I'm not. Um, I think they've played. Their record is very good, but they've played like they needed fourth quarter heroics like a few too many times. I, I don't. I don't love that. I do think with Irv, um, with Irv, uh, Notre Dame kid. Oh my God, Smith. 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 Thank mm-hmm. you, Irv Smith Jr. Going on injury reserve. Obviously, TJ slides in as the number one. Um, and they don't. They just don't get any production out of the tight end. So he's going to be impact player. But as far as the Vikings, to me, maybe it's the Kirk thing. Maybe it's yeah. just I don't know. Not and I'm maybe. seeing them. That's what it I'm is. seeing them Kirk. this week. This is my game this week. Vikings at Commander. So Kirk returns home. So I'm curious how long the Vikings can keep this up because they're a team. Like every year, I feel like I'm really psyched about the defense. I'm really talking about the Vikings. This is the year they challenge the Packers. So far, so good. I just want to see a little bit more. Irv Smith went to Bama, not Notre Dame, by the way. Yeah. Thanks for the cleanup, Sorry. Max. Well, I just wanted to go ahead, Keith. Take it away. She, her, his, her, the his dad, dad when, did. You, That's you're thinking why. about the yeah. dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's real. Look, it, you you are what your records say you are. Period. I mean, that's just the reality of it. They're going to wind up getting one of these top seeds. As far as we know, they. What if they turn out to be the number one seed? Right? You say, well, how could that be? Well, Philadelphia still has to play games. 
even though Philly beat them head-to-head, Philadelphia may lose two games and the, the Vikings may continue to keep winning. You just never know. But I, I would say that they're real. Certain teams don't look a certain way, and then all of a sudden, when you wake up, they're playing in the NFC Championship damn game. Yeah, Key, I, I think they're real as a team. Right. But the answer is not real as the second best team in the right. NFC. Semantics. Like, I, semantics, yeah, yeah of course. Mm-hmm. Not anti-Semitic. No, not anyway. anti-Semantic, yeah. yes. Anti-Semantic. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Don't be anti-Semantic. Semantic. <laughs> so I, I see the Cowboys as the second best team in the NFC as of right now, frankly, with where their offense is going. Mm-hmm. But like, or the Niners. You could even throw Seattle in. I don't why know why like, the Vikings yeah. would be ahead of them. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm high Record, on the Niners man. and the Cowboys. But, but like I said, though, the Vikings winning the division, yeah. like that is a major step in the yes. right direction. Yeah. They hey, have dethroned the Packers. Key, I have a question for you. How good is TJ Hawkinson? He's a good tight end. I mean, he's one of the top 10 tight ends in the league. Top 10. Okay. All right. That's, but there's a. The, there's, Top ten is big. Yeah, top, upper third, but it's not. It's not quite elite if you're top ten. Yeah, but but much like Kimberly said, he's replacing Irv Smith Jr., so it's essentially a wash. Okay, and and they don't throw to the tight end and utilize him but anyway. So now they can. He might catch fifteen yards a pass. Hello. Mm. Naheem Hines will improve the Bills' running game. Okay, real or so, not real, Kimberly? So um. I just really like I just I like this move cuz the Bills as though we didn't know that they were all in already now they just get another guy in the pass catching game like they get another speedster Brandon Bean gets a North for a fellow North Carolina guy um and he's going to help out in special teams like he's going to play against the Jets this weekend he's going to be their starting punt returner he just adds another element and I love that the Bills are already stacked, and they're just looking for more explosive, speedy guys to add to this offense. Ken Dorsey, he's going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, this is, this is certainly real all the way around. I mean, this mm-hmm. is a big get for them. I know they wanted to take a look at a couple other guys. They sniffed around the Christian McCaffrey deal. They sniffed around Alvin Kamara. The Saints were not willing to part ways on the cheap. So they said, okay, he gives us some of the same thing, ability mm-hmm. to catch the football out of the backfield. They've identified that. And I keep trying to tell you all the time, Max, if you just listen, a lot of these guys are the same. It just looks different because the hype machine is behind them and they wear a different uniform. Just listen, Max, now. Max, if you would just open your ears if and only listen I to would Key, listen. Like, would listen. you would be if so old, much better off. He's too busy talking, Key. Only I would listen. I, I would say it was real just because this arms race in the AFC is so yeah, interesting, any, right? Yep. As you see Kansas City get Kadarius Tony, and then you see the, like, that evening Patrick Mahomes tweet about it like with the Dwayne Johnson, the rock face, smiling about another weapon that they added. Now for Josh Allen, okay, we'll, we'll bring somebody else in now from the running game mm-hmm. that is complimentary in the passing game. That's what it's all about. But I agree, actually, with Key about this um, from the beginning. Like, backs are largely interchangeable, right? At that position, it's largely interchangeable. It's really much more about your blocking up front to me. Occasionally, there are a handful of them who make a real difference. Uh, CMC, McCaffrey, uh, McCaffrey, Saquon uh, Barkley, uh, Kamara, Saquon, Saquon obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Guys who could do a lot of different things or some absurd between-the-tackles runner like Derrick Henry, right? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you fine, guys. Uh, the Bears gave up too much to get Chase Claypool, real or not real. Yeah, it's real that they gave up too much. Um, I will just say, I talked to an NFC executive last night, and he was like, there was no team besides Chicago that was going to give up a two for Chase Claypool. Mm, mm. 
Um, he's got now speaking of Notre Dame, um, he has all the physical traits. He's got all the tools, but he is underperformed so far yes. in the NFL. Um, and I don't. Uh, hopefully, it works out for the Bears and Justin Fields. This is, obviously, Justin Fields has another pass catching target, and he hooks up with Cole Komet, right? But the Steelers, I'm feeling real great today because I got a two for a guy that like uh, we didn't really get much production out of. So I, I think it was too much. Yeah, they they basically it's real as far as Chicago goes, but Chicago had some luxury picks. What the what the Pittsburgh Steelers did is they got back what they what they drafted him with. They said, mm-hmm. "Oh, we gonna swap." Okay, we used him up for a couple years, didn't work out. Mm-hmm. You're willing to give us a two for him? Mm-hmm. You can have him. But then let's not forget, this is not about this year. It's about the next couple years with him. True. He won't be their number one guy. He'll be a guy as part of the room and as in a package Here's situation. The problem with that, Key, my dear Key. Um, if you bring him in, you got to pay him. It's not about this season. It's about the next season. But if you bring him in, you got to pay him. And Chase Claypool has already said publicly, I'm a top three receiver. Yeah, but that doesn't. He so, did, come on. But, but on no, the no, 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 no. You can debate. On you the can Bears? Debate, Is he top three? You can, you can debate the, the veracity of that statement. But he's looking to get paid no, no, wide you, receiver you, money. You, you are 17,165 million percent right. Whatever that means. Mm-hmm. You are completely right about his thought process Mm -hmm. and his mindset on what he thinks he is. You and I both know that that ain't going to happen. Number two, a second-round pick when his contract is up, if he doesn't perform at the level that that warrants, they'll tell him bye-bye and he won't get it on the open market. And if he does perform at a certain level, he's still only going to be a guy who's going to get a fraction of what he thinks he's going to get because he is not a true number one or two receiver. That's the problem that he's going to face. Sometimes in sports when you see an organization overpay this way, there's someone in that organization who's trusted who looks at a guy and goes, I can fix him or I can do something with that. I wonder if that's the case here because it does seem like they were way out of step with the rest of the league here. Right, and I always wonder when a team is willing to give up on a guy. When they're Mm. saying, like, you could take him, we're good. I always wonder, like, why are they – why are they mm. like Why their offense selling? had Steelers offense. They need playmakers. They have George Pickens, a guy they got in the draft. Now you're giving them a two for them to go out next year. And Puts you know what I'm saying? Yep. You know what I'm saying? So uh, this will be interesting. A Martin ESPN NFL reporter. Take her out. Her take her out. Take her take, out. Take her out. First take her take whoa, podcast. Whoa, Thank we, you. We're doing a show. Key, what you, like, you backing it up like it's hot. What are you doing? professional. <laughs> what is happening? I was waiting on Yates to drop the outgoing music for us. We're like, we're all like. Yeah, we're at a classy lounge right now, Key. Now we yeah, back. go, hey, girl, hey, handle it. Hey. Yeah, see, I knew she was going. Speaking <laughs> of the NFL trade deadline moves that were made, did the Packers make a mistake not making a move, not getting Aaron Rodgers help? That's coming up. Come and talk to me. Really Max, the Phillies are going to win the World Series. I think so. That, right? I think so, but two okay. to one. Could, well, come on, man. Well. Like after game three, every every series ever that wasn't about to be over was two to one, right? Like, you know. Sure. No one. one all, I'm time say, all I'm simply saying is, I was telling Yates, who's a huge Phillies fan. Matter of fact, he's a fan of all sports Philadelphia. I was just saying I felt bad for Dusty Baker because, mm-hmm. you know, you're talking about him having a long mm-hmm. tenure as a manager mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. as a player in this league, and it doesn't feel like he's going to get the chip this time around. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a long way to go still. 
I don't think they're going to hit five home runs in the first five yeah, innings but, again. But you got to admit, though, this feels a little bit different with this Phillies team, though, right? What's Phillies feel like feels a, they feel like a team of destiny. Yeah, yeah. they were below 500 going yeah. into June. Like, it's Fire just, it just feels fire. different. Yeah. What's right. up, Chris Canty? What's Chris up, Canty? Will, what's good? On ESPN Radio. Absolutely. What's good, baby? Nothing much, man. I'm just waiting for the jokes from Key because I'm wearing a suit to talk about sports, but you know. It's all right. oh, That's no water, water is wet. It's Wednesday. Yeah, water is wet. Why does everybody think I have a problem with them when they're wearing suits to talk about sports? That's that's what people do at ESPN. I wear, I wear, I get dressed up on certain shows. I mean, it's six o'clock, damn, in the morning to be putting on a suit to talk about sports. But I get it. I understand it. It's seven thirty. CC, you're fine. Well, I, I, I think mean, it's, I you think you it's tone explains little, it all. <laughs> little Max, if you technically want to say the time, Little Max is seven thirty. Yes, well, that I'm, is t- I'm, I'm taller than Max actually. Well, it's not. Tall, that, it's not about that. It's not about the height. I just want to make sure you get the semantics right. Be Are you tall? Yeah, yeah. I think you're taller than me. I think you're probably five eight. <laughs> We've talked about this before. Like, five Jay, eight is tall for you. You're, I love it. The Jay, tech is such out. a good technique. It's such a Jay, good technique. For all the times out, you got Jay. me, I yeah, just keep pushing eight. it. Yeah. I'll keep pushing it. Five eight is tall. Be confident. Well, listen, it's not 5'9", but yes, it's, you yes. know, it's better than nothing. <laughs> well done. How surprised were you? Or were you surprised, Chris, that the Packers didn't make any moves at the trade deadline? I was surprised, man. I, I thought they could have used some help on the outside. They needed another receiver. They needed firepower for that passing game. And it was evident in that Buffalo Bills matchup where they were down by double digits. As a matter of fact, I think they were down 17. And they made the choice to just run the football. They took the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands because they have no confidence that those receivers can get it done. And one of the things... He finally decided to run the ball. Down 17 against the best team in football. Exactly. (laughs) And the Buffalo Bills were seeding the run. So I don't want to hear people talking about, oh, the Packers need to lean on the running game and all of these other things. No, it's not. The Packers are a one-dimensional football team on the offensive side of the ball, and it's because their receivers can't beat man coverage. They didn't have any problem beating man coverage when Devontae Adams was there. When you look at the last three years in the LaFleur offense... They had the second-best QBR against man coverage. Right now, their QBR against man coverage is 24th. Partly because when they do beat it, they drop the ball. Well, that's my point, Max. So you needed to find somebody that could beat man coverage. We realized that Aaron Rodgers doesn't like motion before the snap. And it's tough to have a LaFleur offense or a Shanahan offense that doesn't have motion to create separation for those receivers before the snap or at the snap um, when you got guys that that aren't necessarily those dudes that can beat one-on-one. So – I just I thought they missed an opportunity to make a move. Every team in their division made a move at the trade deadline, except the Green Bay Packers. You can't be half pregnant, Max. Either you're all in with Aaron Rodgers or you're all in on the future. 38 years old. I mean, I'm just saying, you're paying a guy $50 million Yeah, no, right. A year. There's no time you, to waste. You, you've invested a lot of resources in to try to maximize the twilight of Aaron Rodgers' career. Why wouldn't you go make a move at the trade deadline and mortgage future draft capital? No. Yeah, I I don't agree, but I don't even know where to start with the receivers. I mean, everybody keeps screaming receivers like, well, who are you going to go get that's going to make a difference? Um, because all the receivers that you would think would make a difference, they're under major contracts, and their teams want to keep them. So, like, you can get Brandon Cooks. Maybe maybe you could have stole that. Maybe you, maybe you could have stole it if they tried to or not. I don't know. But when you're talking about guys that – we're on the move, right? Kadarius Tony wasn't going to make a difference. Elijah Moore wasn't going to make a difference. The Jets are not parting ways with Elijah Moore. So when you start to look at What's Carolina, wrong with Chase Claypool, Key? Hold on one second. Let me get there. You, you talk about uh, uh, DJ Moore, Canty, 
That what is what is that? They they want too much for him. So now you look at let's get to Claypool because you're not getting Hopkins. You're not going to get Michael. Ty- like you're just not getting those dudes. Okay. Now you say Chase Claypool. What what you going to do with that? That's what? just another guy. They, they that's nothing. No 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 they, no 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 no. That's no, just no. another key, guy. Key, key, that's not another, that's another guy. guy. No, it's not another guy. Absolutely, one hundred percent. He brings something that your receiver core doesn't have. He's six four, two hundred and thirty pounds. And as far last time I checked. Chase Claypool is third in tight window catches. That means a defender less than a yard away from him. He's third in the NFL in those type of catches. So he gives Aaron Rodgers a little more margin for error with his catch radius. Absolutely that I'm makes a difference. I'm not giving up a second-round pick for no damn Who the hell cares team. about the second-round pick? You're paying your quarterback $50 million a year, and you're not going to make the playoffs. You're not going to make the – Key, what sense does it make paying a quarterback – $50 million a year, and you're not going to make the playoffs. Well, I don't know that they're not going to make the playoffs. How are they going to make the playoffs? The New York Giants have six wins. The Dallas Cowboys have six wins. The Philadelphia Eagles are going to win that division. The San Francisco 49ers are 4-4, four and four, and we all saw them upgrade with Christian McCaffrey. The Seattle Seahawks are winning the NFC West. Where, where, where's the playoff spot for? If you believe I like the passion here. I like the yeah, passion If you here. believe they're going to make the playoffs, it's because you don't believe in either – the Giants or maybe Seattle. You're you're banking on one of those teams not making. They see, only got to go 500 max to make the playoffs. Yeah, it's the see, see, both of those teams only got to go 500 to make the playoffs. We got about a minute left. What about the Giants not making any moves by the trade deadline? Well, they didn't make a move. They traded Kadarius Tony. I yeah. I'm yeah. Uh, some draft adding, capital. Yeah. Adding something. I mean, other than draft capital. Are you okay I, I, with just where they I, I are? Don't, I, don't th- I, don't, I don't think this new general manager, Joe Shane, has any illusions about what this team is right now. And so he recognizes that changing the culture is important. Being able to stack wins in year one is good for buy-in with the locker room. But I think they have an eye toward the future in getting as much draft capital as they can to reshape this roster because there's still a lot of work to be done. So I don't think – that they needed to make a move at the trade deadline. Now, that doesn't mean that the Giants can't add. There's, there's a receiver that's out there that once upon a time was a Giant that I think could be in line for a reunion with the squad. Yeah, and you can't trade enough away that you're showing the locker room you don't care, you're going to gut the team. But Kadarius Toney was extraneous because they weren't really, really using him and they got some draft capital for him. Shane has done a great job so far, in my opinion, and as has obviously Dable. Chris Canty, host of Canty and Carlin, with the passion Ah. this morning as every morning Ah. on ESPN Radio. Just because you was yelling didn't make you right. I, I wasn't just yelling, Noki. I came with facts. I came with he's receipts. Saying the what yelling is independent with? of he's the yelling is independent of his being right, is what he yeah. said, or is it independent? All right, uh, they go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. There indeed. You go. All right, all right. Just college like your bowling shoes. The college football playoff. You don't know nothing about these. The college football playoff ranking was real. East woo, was released. Woo. The college football playoff ranking what? was released. Okay? He said you got bowling <laughs> shoes on. These, what, do you, what do you know about these? I don't. Well, I didn't say it. Don't, don't worry, don't me. worry about that. I didn't that. say it. Chris will, said it. Chris will find out about these in a couple months. I don't know if they make them in your size, though. All right. Probably listen, not. Heather Dinich is coming up. Omega accounting right now. Small business owners, lend us your ears. You may have overpaid on your payroll taxes during COVID. If you continued to pay employee wages during the pandemic... Omega Accounting Solutions may be able to help you recover a refund of up to $26,000 per employee. Schedule a free 10-minute call with Omega to find out whether you qualify or not. It is that simple. 
Call 704-2000, 800-704-2000 with any ERC questions. That's 800-704-2000 or visit omegataxcredits.com before the filing window closes or funds run out. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Sean J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPNU. And we are joined now by Heather Dinich, ESPN college football reporter. Good morning, Heather. Good morning, gentlemen. So Heather and I spoke just yesterday afternoon uh, on This Just In, this just in yeah. 2 p.m. Eastern ESPNs. But I will feign ignorance here, Heather, and ask you the following question. Are you surprised that Tennessee is the number one team in the college football rankings? Here's my surprise face, Max. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> No, Tennessee came into yesterday with the number one resume in the country. What was a little bit surprising was that LSU was number 10. So Selection Committee Chair Boo Corrigan talked about the two big wins that was really carried the day and separated them from Ohio State and Georgia. So not only was it Alabama, it was also LSU. Um, but, you know, Tennessee also put it together in a complete game against Kentucky. But Boo Corrigan talked about how Ohio State, Georgia – and Tennessee all got consideration for that top spot. Heather, 
Tennessee takes on Georgia this weekend. If Georgia was to drop this game to Tennessee, and they're sitting at three right now, how much trouble would they actually be in? Because you have to assume they're going to fall pretty far. Huge. A heap of trouble. I mean, if they don't beat Tennessee, to me, they – I don't think they get in the college football playoff because they don't win their division. The selection committee has protocol it must follow if you're not a conference champion. We've seen a team that doesn't win its division get in before. That was Alabama a couple of years ago. But Georgia's opponents right now, if you take out the Oregon win, are combined 22 and 26. If they don't beat Tennessee, nobody else left on their schedule is currently ranked in the CFP top 25. So they would be desperately hoping that that win against Oregon would be enough to impress the selection committee on selection day. Guys, I don't think it would because you're looking at possibly the SEC, definitely the SEC champ, but also the runner up getting into that thing if it's not um, if it's not Georgia. Heather, Michigan is undefeated, but they're number five. Do you feel like the only way they can get in the top four is by beating Ohio State? That's what they have to do. You know, the selection committee will tell you repeatedly they don't look ahead. I do. And if these guys don't beat the Buckeyes, they're in trouble. Because right now they're sitting there on the bubble, and it's the one way to get in. And their non-conference schedule was an issue. Colorado State, Hawaii, UConn, opponents that combined for 8-18 and as we sit here today, that's not going to cut it. And Maryland wasn't ranked in the top 25, at least State is their best win right now. So if they don't get that win against the Buckeyes and they're sitting there at 11 and 1 without a conference title, to me they're in the same position as Georgia. Even worse because Georgia has a better win against Oregon. Heather, out west, the Pac 12 conference, my conference clearly. Uh, the highest ranked team is Oregon. And then obviously USC is sitting there with the one loss to Utah. Is there a possibility? that we can be at a Pac-12 conference can be completely left out of this the final four? Uh, I think history has repeated itself in an answer to that question, my friend. No, <laughs> there's definitely a possibility the Pac-12 can be left out again as we talk about these Big Ten and, and SEC teams. I mean, to me, a lot of it has to do with two things. One, how many teams does the SEC get in? Two, does Clemson stumble? Do they lose at Notre Dame? Do they lose against South Carolina or even to North Carolina in the ACC championship game? That would be an ideal scenario for the Pac-12. But I wouldn't rule them out by any stretch of the imagination as we sit here today because there are a lot of opportunities, especially for Oregon, to continue to impress the committee. And because they scrapped their divisions, you're guaranteed to have the two best teams facing off in that conference championship game with another chance to punctuate their resume against a ranked opponent and impress the committee when it matters the most. Heather, TCU 7-0. and If they run the table and win it, can they be left out? Well, they're left out right now as an undefeated team. So that leads me to believe that they have to run the table, finish undefeated, look good in the process. Because right now, one of the things that TCU got dinged for in that selection committee meeting room was constantly having to play from behind. Of all the undefeated teams that we have talked about, TCU has played the worst defense 
And I want to say they've given up at least 21 points in the first half of the past three games. So while their offense has been explosive, they've got to put together more convincing wins for four quarters to impress these selection committee members. So to me, it's undefeated or bust for the Frogs. And I know there are a lot of angry Frogs out there sitting behind one loss Alabama. Thank you, Heather. As always, the great Heather Dinich, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN College football reporter Heather Dinich is brought to you by Eckridge Smoked Sausage. Find them in the refrigerated meat aisle at your favorite grocery store to create one-of-a-kind sausage recipes. Eckridge, you do you. Key, when all is said and done, we just heard from Heather. Do you think Bama slides into the playoff? I, I can't count Nick Saban out, man. I just can't do it. Bryce Young was banged up when they went to Tennessee, and he still had a great game, but I can never count Nick Saban out. I agree. Like, I, somehow, the consistency at the top of college football from Nick Saban, I'm trying to think of anything else. And Coach K is the closest thing in college basketball, but the nature of the tournament is such that you're just going to get knocked out some years earlier than in college football. I'm trying to think if there's any equivalent in modern sports no. to Gino Oriema, I guess, on, on the college but as long as they um, hold Pat and they're dominant. I mean, I feel like Clemson's bound to – Yeah. They, like, they're not going to go unscathed. You know what I mean, Key? Like, something's bound that – there have been too many games really close there where Clemson has kind of teetered. They don't look that. like a powerhouse. Yeah, they don't. They yeah. don't ever keep Alabama out, though. Alabama's got to have ba- a bad season to stay out. Yeah, right. All right. Um, we're going to get back into the Brooklyn Nets. How much power – does KD still have in Brooklyn? You want the and power? with Nash out, is MAU Doka the right man for the job? Keyshawn J. Olamax, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.